this is Crystal Santos from Man at Arms, Art of War. You are listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Santos. Crystal, we've been we've been talking off the air for a little bit, but um, we were talking about marriage, and I want to say again, congratulations on your marriage. And you were talking about marriage and opposite opposites don't necessarily attract, but people who have the similar interests do attract. So, um, continue talking about that. Oh, what I was talking about is, um, you know, you were surprised I was married, remarried, and you know, I married one of my best friends. Yeah, I married someone, my husband. And I have the same career, the same hobby, the same interest. Almost everything we want in life is the same. Mm-hmm. It's so much nice. It's so nice. Um, you know, one of the things that my I was married before, and that was horrible. That was the very terrible experience. I should have never married Max's husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought into the opposites attract, and you make it work. You know what? Nothing should be that much work. And, and he was just not a good person. Mm-hmm. And I really, we were so different in so many ways. Um, I don't think that you should date anyone opposite of you. And, you know, like I was saying, I'm not talking about ethnicity. I'm talking about personality and mm-hmm. goals and life. Yeah. My husband now, it's amazing because had I not bought into the whole opposites attract and, you know, find someone not like you thing, mm-hmm. I would have had probably, I would have found my husband you know now a little bit earlier like we have so much in common Uh, we wake up we know what we want to do with our day our career our goals our life what we want in family it's really nice Mm -hmm. you know it's so something so peaceful something so amazing and you know it's great because what we give to each other we're able to give to other people like you know he's a loving soul um we both love people. We both, you know, uh, we try to help as much as we can. We try to be lead by good example for ourselves and our children. And it's nice because we have the same job. And, you know, when he's filming, you know, we manage everything else. When I'm filming, he manages. And honestly, we understand that, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough job. Because sometimes you get called to go to set last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, most spouses... To, or, you know, if you're with someone who's not in our business, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like example, my previous marriage, I was married to someone not in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. He was a nag. He was a pain. He couldn't, he wouldn't leave me alone. I would go to a job and it was a problem. Um, everything I did work-wise was a problem because he didn't understand it because, you know, he went to an office. Mm-hmm. And now it's so nice because I get a job. My husband's so, like, he understands. He gets mm. a job. I understand. If he, if, at midnight, if he goes, hey, babe, I just got a job. i got to be on set at 5 a.m. They just call me last minute. Cool. I'm so cool with that. He's got to fly somewhere. i got to fly somewhere for work. We're so cool with that. So, you know, I, I definitely have come from a really big eye-opening experience. And, and I really, it really saddens me that our parents and people in, you know, their parents and society as a whole have perpetuated opposite attract and it's okay. And you do, you just work hard at it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. No. Like, like I, I just want to rewire everybody. No, this is, this is what not to do. 
this this I don't know who started this and when, mm-hmm. but why? And maybe it was because you know I thought about it. Maybe it was back in the day when arranged marriages happened. Yeah. And you know those people obviously had little in common, right? Yeah. Because I've really thought like where does this where does this mentality you know come from? And it's so archaic. It's so outdated. I think it's one of the reasons why we have a high divorce rate. People mm. are marrying people who they have little in common with. Yeah. They have maybe one or two things in common with. They, they really make it work because they've been told they really make it work. And, you know, as people, we, we're loving creatures. We, we tend to love very easily. Yeah. So we can overlook, men and women, we can overlook the fact that this person you're with may be toxic, may not be good for you, but you, you end up caring for them because you're, you know, you're, they're a human like you are, and you end up trying to help them more than you should. Then mm-hmm. you end up confusing it that this is a person you should spend your life with. And then you're in this cycle of always trying to fix, help them and fix them. And you know, No. <laughs> like, it's better to be with someone you're so much alike, you have so many things in common, and you you really can just accept them as they are and they can accept you as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this has been like, you know, the, my, my epiphany since we last spoke is realizing that I, I, the first time, the first time I got married was a very bad idea. And to a person that I should have, I shouldn't have even been dating the man, truthfully. Yeah. Um, and now... I can tell you, I am with my soulmate. I am with the person I'm meant to be with. Um, it's so peaceful, so nice. It's uh, I don't, I don't, I don't stress, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's where you know I'm at in my marriage and life, and my epiphany that you know I I, I think that if I could pass to anybody is to you know. Look at the girls that, that put all those guys in friend zones. You mm. might want to visit the friend zone. <laughs> the friend zone is a good place. <laughs> I'm telling you from yeah. experience. Yeah. It's kind of funny because it's, it's funny to, to go back because the last time we talked, like, you were so mindset. Like, you know, I'm good on my own. I have my career. I have my son. And I'm yeah. good. And it, it, it's just crazy how a matter of a couple of years, like, you know, your mindset changes and like, you know, it's something I guess you didn't expect, but it was a welcome, you know, no. welcome thing, right? It was very welcomed. Yeah. You know, like I said, he, you know, my husband was my friend first for yeah. many years. Uh, and, you know, I, and that's, I think that's also what makes it nice is I was very just content on my own. Yeah. I, I wasn't looking for anyone to complete me. No, I'm complete the way I am. I'm still complete the way I am. Um, the way I view it is, he's complete the way he is, I'm complete the way I am, and we're complete together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I also made, I think, for better choices. I wasn't looking, I really wasn't looking, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, right? And, and you know, I think we were, were blessed with a baby girl now. And, yeah. You know, honestly... I, I was happy last we spoke, and now I'm just, just more happier. It's like it's, it's just grown. Um, I, I can't, I could never imagine, and this is true, I could never imagine marriage could be this amazing. Wow. Like, honestly, from my first marriage, I thought marriage was awful and stupid, and no one should do it. <laughs> like, I think no sooner had I said I do, I realized 
I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, because he was horrible. I was married to a very horrible man, uh, my first marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but this marriage, my marriage now, wow. Like, I now realize this is what marriage is. Mm-hmm. It's a partnership. It's a friendship. It's, it's this, it's loving, you know. Um, and, and, you know, and also it's, honestly, and to be honest, my, my ex-husband really has, like, almost no capacity to love. You know, he has childhood trauma and all kinds of things that go, went on with him. And that's also something people should take into account. Yeah. Is, you know, you, um, you can't always hold someone up. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing in my last marriage. Always holding him up. And it's like, it, it, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, yeah, like, I'm surprised. Like, I've learned myself. This is what marriage is. You know, it's a foundation of love. It's a foundation of God. It's a foundation of family. It's it's a foundation of friendship. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, I married my husband not looking for something to complete me. I married him because I really, truly love him. Like every, like after I said I do, I have not, we've been, we celebrated, um, we're married for about a year and a half, almost a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. And I have, I, I'm so in love with this man. Like I, honestly, there's it's beautiful. Um, and something I, like you said, I never expected. And I, I think it's one of those things we, we evolve and we learn. And you know, and I like to share my experiences. Like when I was a single mom, sing, being a single mom was so cool. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved being a single mom. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun with my son. I had so much one-on-one time with him. We did so many activities. Um, and then, and, and honestly, to be honest, I was kind of like in a fearful place that if I did get married again, you know, that someone would take away that from me and my son, you know? Yeah. Um, but I met a man who just enhanced it. Wow. Uh, and now I have this amazing, like, amazing life that I... I didn't dream a marriage could be. Wow. Like, I knew how amazing it is to be by myself as a <laughs> mom. Like, yeah. Now, I'm like, wow, this is actually really cool. Wow. Um, I never thought I'd say that. And I'm the first to say, you know, and I don't tell people actively go looking for someone. I honestly didn't. You know this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it just really happened. Um, and, you know, and if anything, I could tell women, you know, hey, you know. Uh, look at your friend zone. The friend zone's pretty nice. Uh, and, and, you know, because I, I do think now you should be with a person you have a lot of common with. Yeah. And you, and that's what makes the foundation of my marriage is, you know, my husband and I enjoy the same things. And, you know, what's wonderful is because we work in the same business, you know, we have the same friends, the same colleagues. It's really nice. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, there's a, it's such an easier life. So, you know, if anything, I could part of, I, I tell anyone now is if someone is very different from you, uh, don't, don't, don't try to make it work. Like yeah. go, because you're going to end up adding to the divorce rate, yeah. you know? Um, and, and they, you know, and it's interesting because they say, Oh, you know, people grew apart. Like, you know, in my first marriage was say, Oh, you know, you grew apart. No, we were actually never really together. We really had not much in common. And, you know, um, 
he was just not a good person. And, mm-hmm. you know, now this marriage, you know, it's, uh, it's wonderful to be building so much together. Uh, life, work, family. It's actually exciting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It ha- it has its own thrill, and you know, and the kids. Just, you know, you have adult, you have children, yeah. and, and they really, you know, as a parent, we always worry, right? Yep. But there's just something. There's something amazing about them. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's like I I, th- I I think of like when I was in my twenties, I volunteered at a senior citizen home, a nursing home. Mm-hmm. To, you know, uh, you're there. You, they had college students come in to spend time with the seniors because some of them were awarded in the state and had no family. Mm-hmm. The happiest senior citizens had children. Mm-hmm. The ones that, you know, that, that we were there for were the ones that had no children. They were awarded to the state. And, you know, it's interesting because I met a variety of senior citizens from people that were wealthy, successful, to you know, they grew up without much, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all living in the same home. Yeah. And even the wealthy people, they, you know, uh, and the poor people, they said the same thing. You know, uh, yeah, they had these amazing careers. Yeah, they did these things. But, you know, they really actually just cared about their children and their grandchildren. Yeah. And, the, and the, at the end of the day, that's kind of what it came down to. It's like... Uh, you know, they were happy. They were happy. Some of them were happy about their careers. Some were disappointed about their careers. And oh my goodness, the common thing that I noticed with older, um, see the seniors, the men. Mm-hmm. There was a group. There was men that didn't have children, um, and actually a couple did too. And they had never remarried. They, there was. It was weird. It was kind of common. They cheated on their first wives and ended up divorced. Mm-hmm. All these men did was talk about their first wives. Right. They had so much regret, you know. And even, even uh, I remember one guy. He said, you know, he had a nice first wife, and they went to high school together. And it was, it was really a cute story. Yeah. And then he made money, and then he he married a bimbo. <laughs> she took him for half his money, and you know he got divorced from her. And then he married another bimbo. Like he didn't learn, took yeah. more of his money. And his kids didn't talk to him anymore. Um, and he just said, you know, if he was, if he could turn back time, he would have stayed with his first wife. Because at the end of the day, he realized that was the person he loved. Um, so it was interesting. Like, I learned from all these people. Uh, you know, and, and, and then there was this old lady. Oh, my God, she was adorable. She was so happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And her daughter would come with the children to get her. And her daughter told me, she goes, I want my mom to live with me, but she wants to stay here because there's, there's socializing in games. <laughs> and the lady was, it was so cute. She's like, yeah. She goes, you know, I love my grandchildren. I love my daughter. She, she picked her up every Friday yeah. and brought her back every Monday. <laughs> and Monday through Friday, this woman stayed at this nursing home. She loved it there. She loved the socializing and she loved her little room. And she, but she, she was so excited come Friday. She's like, they're coming to get me. I'm going to spend the weekend with my family. And she'd go and tell her little friends. She, and, you know, and she'd come in with photos. And she just, oh, my God. And if anybody, I decided I wanted to be like that old lady. Yeah. Well, she's awesome. Like, she and her family, they loved her. She wasn't there because of black love. She was there because she's like, look, I, I want to play bingo. <laughs> I want to dance. I want to 
hang out with people my age. And then I'm going to spend the weekend with my family. I mean, because she had a room and, every, and things at the daughter's house. The daughter, and they were so nice. You know, the, um, the, her husband had passed away. Yeah. And, you know, and, and one thing, the daughter was just like, you know, my parents, were, they were the great parents. And, you know, and the daughter felt guilty. She felt bad that her mom was in a nursing home. But she's like, I can't tell her not to be here. Like, mm. you know, she wants to be here. <laughs> and she's like, I want her at the house. Like, but, you know, she wants to be here. And, uh, and, you know, it's like, that's really cool. And I always had in my mind, like, when I'm a senior citizen, I just want to be like this old lady that I met. You yeah. know, where my kids, I did write by my kids. I did write, because she even said, she had pictures, she talked about her husband, and, you know, and, uh, and, the ch- and her daughter was just like, spoke highly of both parents. Yeah. You know, I go, wow, that's a, that's a really nice experience. You know, our children, oh, my God, they're so sweet and well-mannered. And they'd say hi to all the other senior citizens. They're really cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think, uh, and if anything, I look at that and I say, okay. You know, this is why I always knew. I always knew, I, like, at some point I realized, you know, I want children because I'm going to get there. We're all going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, they can't. And, you know, and I met friends that, you know, they're trying. And they said, well, you know, there's adoption. There's foster care. There's... All kinds of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say, you know, I get sad when I hear people say their children are, you know, pain or they're burden, or mm-hmm. eh, it makes me sad because yeah. no, they're not. They're, it's, it's actually really cool. Like, I mean, Efren, you look, you, yeah, you look at your daughter, right? Yeah. I, I mean, my God, it's a, it's a living, breathing person. Yeah. That that God gave you that you created, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah. And you're just like, it's amazing to watch them evolve. You're just going, and they've truly become their own little people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not mini versions of you. Yeah. They're just, they're them. Yeah. You, you, you know this, right? <laughs> yeah, different personality. They can be sassy, and you're like, oh, boy, you know? But, you know, it's, it's you know, everybody's a character, and it's, it's the emotions of that child because they're their own personality. So you can either mesh really well or... You could have, you know, not like conflict of interest, but, you know, you'll bump heads, but it's like, it's still early on, you know, but you like worry like, oh my God, if when she becomes a teenager, I think we're going to bump heads for real. Like, oh my God, you know, you get that worry feeling a little bit, depending on the situation. Well, I, I, you know, it's funny you say that I've come to the contentment of if my, if my <laughs> children are acting up in their teen years and they don't like me, then I'm doing a good job. Yeah. You know, um, I remember I was talking to a high school counselor mm-hmm. once, and he just said he, one of the advice that he tells parents is, "Your children don't need friends in high school; they have friends. Mm-hmm. They need parents." Yeah. And, and you know, and he said he sees it so often where someone's trying to be the cool parent, especially in divorced families. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. people are trying to be the cool parent, the, the awesome parent, giving them to this, giving them to that. Mm-hmm. I, it, this comes with a set of problems, and then you know, I even from even when you think back when you were a teenager, yeah, you know, I thought my parents were terrible. Yep. And then in my twenties, I'm like, you know what? I'm alive. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm cool. I am so good. Like you see where some of the, my peer my peers ended up, and I'm like, whoa, because I, I wasn't allowed to go to parties. I wasn't wow. allowed to do anything like that. 
I thought my mom, my grandma was so mean. You know what? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, yeah, this is this is this is the way to be. But it is. It's uh, it's amazing, and and you know, for me, it's I have I, I'm blessed with. It great job that allows me to be you know home enough a lot with my children and then when I go to work I can either bring them to work or I have it set up so that you know someone can watch my children uh you know and my husband and I my husband come with me my mom it's really very blessed and you know it's and in, in our business people don't realize in entertainment in the entertainment world you know there's another thing that many uh, actors and uh, a lot of people in entertainment, directors, producers, uh, they seem to think that you have to be single with no children to make it in our business. Mm-hmm. When you're on a set, most people there have families. The mm-hmm. producer, the director, the other, everyone has, most people have families and are married. And, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a better environment. You know, it's, uh, and you have more of a family community. So it's interesting is one of the other thing. And and now, even when I was single, I told people this, um, to think that you can't choose to be married or have a family in the entertainment business is wrong. As a matter of fact, I think, especially with the Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. it hurts you. Mm -hmm. Because right now, you know, men have to be very careful, uh, with how they speak and interact with women because Mm -hmm. so much has happened, uh, you know, sexual harassment wise in the entertainment industry that, you know, lawsuits and all this thing. Studios don't need this. Mm -hmm. Uh, as a, as a matter of fact, it's, uh, it's now, it's now a better, you know, it's, it's, I think a scary place for a single man to work. Uh, because you're going, you know, look at, uh, the lawsuit, what was her name? Elijah Dushku. Yeah. She sued her, what her co-star said to her. And it's like, she won. You know, so eh, men are having to rewire the way they think. Yeah. And studios and producers and directors, and it's good. It's a good thing. Um, can I say that I witnessed some of this? Absolutely. Wow. You know, uh, and am I a victim of it? No, because anyone that tried, I thoroughly embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, had I had things said to me, sure. But when I was done with them, they wish they didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. Uh, yeah, it's a really interesting thing. Like right now in the entertainment business, it's it's not a. It's a very scary place to be a single man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a, a lot of my peers. You know. Because if you're, uh, they have silicone wedding rings now for athletes. Yeah. Because uh, metal ones are dangerous, and so a lot of my peers are getting those. Um, because it's like they're they're married and they're like, you know, I don't want any problems on set. Mm, you know, okay. I, I have a wife, I have children. Yeah. Uh, even the women, I have a husband, I have children. Yeah. I don't want any problems or mis- or, or any confusion. Yeah, it's got yeah, it's got to be it's got to be hard for people because I like I notice like men and women like not you know I'm not in the, I'm not in the entertainment field but you know how some people 
will say stuff that'll come out of their mouth that is like flirtatious, but like, but you know, it's not appropriate. And if you don't say nothing about it, if nobody says nothing about it, then that's pretty much you're getting harassed, you know, and you know, you're letting that happen to you. It doesn't matter yeah. what gender. If someone is saying, Oh, you're looking kinda, you know, right. your 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 butt's looking a little bit tighter today or whatever, that's 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 flirting right there. That's like a that's harassment right there, you know? And Yeah, it, yeah I'm sorry, go ahead. And, you know, and the result is, say a man says something like this, you know, the women, like, they're not confrontational. They just go to the producers and studios and file, a, you know, a report, and then they lawyer up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I've always been, you know, let's just not do this, you know, stop it. Mm -hmm. I've stopped people in their tracks, but um, uh, I, I, I see in the news reports, you know, a lot of these actresses are turning around and filing reports and suing uh, it's within their right absolutely uh and and i do think that a change needed to be made in the industry uh you know it's but it is it's one of those i think for people it's a bit you know it's and, and it makes for a nicer work environment for women now because before you know i'll be honest you'd go to work and you would think hmm what dumb man is going to say something dumb. Now, not all men are dumb. Not all men are like that. Yeah. Like, the majority of men that I've worked with are totally professional. Yeah. There's always one or two where you're just like, oh my God, yeah. you really fell off the Flintstone era here, buddy. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's like, I, I would call those men, you know, the last of the dinosaurs. Because, mm -hmm. um, like, the mentality it's it's actually to me it's like well you know and I tell guys you know hey that's gonna run you in trouble no um, I'm gonna tell you to your face but some other woman's not gonna tell you to your face she's gonna go file a report and she's gonna sue the studio yeah I said and you're, you're gonna have an issue um, you know so so this is definitely the environment where now I think it's very scary to be a single person um, working in the entertainment industry. Not, well, not scary, just, you know, it's a very, um, you really have to be more just mindful. See, I think, I find that married people or people in long-term relationships, they're, uh, they're not, they don't do that. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, the ones in happy marriages and happy partnerships. You know, I don't go to work looking to flirt with anyone. I don't flirt with anyone. I, I'm very happily married. My husband doesn't either. And it's very... We go to do our job, and we enjoy, you know, talking to people. We yeah. actually like people for who they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but not, no, and there is a way. There is definitely a certain energy that people do put out flirting. I don't do that, mm -hmm. and my husband doesn't do that. But I think through martial arts, mm -hmm. we have learned, um, we, we are very aware of what that energy is. Mm, okay. And we don't give it out. You know, that's mm -hmm. the benefit of uh, studying Kung Fu and mm. energy is, you know, being aware of that energy and not giving it out. Yeah. Being, uh, keeping your energy at neutral. Mm, okay. But, like, um, could you elaborate about that? So, because you said martial arts gives you that. Like, what is it about, like, how do you sense that energy coming upon? Like, if you notice somebody's trying to do something, like, how do you, like, what do you feel? Like, Well, you, you feel it before they speak. Yeah. Um, you know, part of Kung Fu... We do a lot of energy work, you know, of Qigong workers, and it's 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 
encompassed within the art. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it, it's, everything is based on energy. Mm-hmm. And I could, I could tell you before someone opens their mouth, if it's, you know, uh, sexual energy, angry energy, happy energy, contentment, or sitting at neutral. Oh, wow. Um, there's an actual difference. And, and this is what the good thing is. I, I'm married to a man that actually understands that as well. Mm. So, you know, we have, we both have friends, um, you know, that are male and female. and But we, we don't give that energy out. And, you know, it's uh, because we're cognizant of it. And we also know it's like, okay, if someone's trying to give us that energy, it's shut down. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, we don't engage in it. You know, it's, um, it, it really is, it is really, this one, you know, it's wonderful because I think, you know, people that do study Kung Fu or any kind of energy work, when they're in any kind of business, it's a useful tool so that you don't get in any trouble. You don't have any miscommunication and you don't have any confusion, you know? Yeah. Um, cause I've never had someone be confused as to my intentions, I've never had that. Mm-hmm. I've never had a man assume that I was flirting with him at work. I've never had that happen because I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been very aware. And my husband's never had that confusion either. We've talked about this. It's like, and it's interesting because so often people that are non-martial artists, they seem to run into this a lot. Mm. Um, they seem to get in a crosshair of you know mixed miscommunication misunderstanding but again they're not sensing energy they're not paying attention of what they're giving out and and receiving Mm. um you know it's because you know even even if you're married you will meet people and they will try they will they're just naturally attracted to you because you know as a person but it's up to you not to receive or to give that energy Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it is. It's a it's a very useful tool. As a matter of fact, it's like, it's interesting now that I think about it. it you know, they, you know how they have couples counseling. Yeah. Instead of that, I think couples should do like uh, um, couples. <laughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Like a couples um, energy class. You know, mm-hmm. understanding energy. Yeah. Because if you understand energy as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. My husband and I do. You're understanding interactions, and I think, like, I think if you understood energy and you knew how to monitor it, if you knew how to filter it, if you knew how to uh, um, notice it, be aware of it. I think because we meet, you know, you meet couples that are very insecure. Like you have women or men that are so jealous and they're so crazy and they don't trust their partner, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a multitude of reasons of maybe why not. Um, maybe the person's done stuff in the past. I'm not their judge, but at the basics, I mean, think about it. If you, at the beginning of your marriage, studied energy, and you were very aware of your energy, your partner's energy, and those around you, mm-hmm. imagine the seamless communication and security that you both have. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a silent knowing. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, and, and also, it's like, I think it helps you care for each other better. Because my husband is very cued into me, and I'm very cued into him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're both very, very aware of each other's energy. And 
you know, and that's a good thing. It, it's like, uh, you know, um, but I, I don't know. I, I think about that though. I think about as a, as a beginning couple, like instead of count, before you ever get to counseling, study energy. And that way, when you're out in the world, I think you have less worries. Yeah. You know, you just kind of, you know how your partner is and you know how you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I do think it's, I think it would be awkward. I've never, like I said, I have never had this happen. I think it'd be awkward if a coworker or a friend um, misconstrued your intentions. Yeah. And, and I always think it's, it's the person to blame both people because mm-hmm. they're not aware of their, their energy. energy. They're not aware of what they're putting out. They're not aware of what they're receiving, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do say it's the fault of, you know, each person. And when it comes to cheating, I blame the person that's married. You know, uh, if someone's cheating with someone that's single, the married person is a hundred percent at fault. Uh, if, you know, if two married people are doing it, then, you know, they're both, really a fault mm-hmm. I've never cheated on anyone uh, my husband now has never cheated on anyone and and by the way I think that's an important question for single women to ask mm-hmm. and get to the bottom of if in men too if you if you're dating someone and they've ever cheated on anybody I think you shouldn't go there uh, my again my first husband was a notorious cheater um, and prior to me you know even and this is someone that I should have never been with. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the you know blessings I have is like my my husband now, very loyal, very honest man, never has hasn't cheated on anyone ever. I've never cheated on anyone. Um, we have a, a better sense of commitment, a better sense of family, a better sense of responsibility, and you know, and also because we're married to each other, truly in love. We're not married out of obligation either. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, I think that's a foundation. And, and if you know, guess what, if you're a person, anyone's a person that has cheated on someone, you know, get counseling, get help, mm-hmm. try to better yourself. And, you know, and that way, look, if you're out there in the dating world, you can, and, and honestly be sincere, mm-hmm. you realize, you know, why that behavior was no good and why you will not do it again then I think you're setting yourself up for better relationships, better marriages. Um, because I think anytime I've ever known anyone that cheated, first of all, it's, uh, they live with a guilt and they try to demonize the other person they cheated on, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they become these really pathetic people. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's stressful. I don't know how people do that. Like, uh, and then it's, it's hurtful. You know, if you're, if you really don't feel like you love someone or want to be with someone and you need something else, then you need to leave and let that person find someone who will, who will treat them with respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't say that cheaters are hopeless people. I think that they can stand, they can, you know, definitely do well with some therapy mm-hmm. and some self growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, being single for a while, you know, learning why they're behaving this way, and then and then engage in meaningful relationships, and you know, in that way, when they're with someone, a new person, they can, you know, bring something to the table. Um, it's like a reboot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's maybe they need hypnosis. I don't know. <laughs> I can't say, but I know. But you know, I, I, I just, but off the bat, like I tell everyone that anyone who comes from a background of cheating, if you think they're not going to cheat on you, you're mistaken. 
And if you think, and if they've done nothing to fix themselves, you know, you're mistaken. And, and you know, and there's people like, like, you know, there's people that can't be single. That's mm-hmm. another issue. They're, yeah. they're, they're not happy in a relationship. So they go and they cheat so they can hop into another relationship. Mm-hmm. And that relationship is just as toxic as the other one. There's, there's, they've never learned anything about themselves. They have the inability to be independent, inability to be single. Um, you know, and it's sad. They, it's pathetic. It's like, uh, it can be stopped. Get therapy. Learn to be alone for a while. Learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact that someone, because I've heard people say that too. I, I've actually had, because I've talked to people about this. You know, they cheat because they don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And they're through with that relationship because they want to start another one before, so they're not alone. Well, that's no good because <laughs> <laughs> you're you're creating a toxic environment for you and these people, and and and, and then already even the new relationship is found the foundation is of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna, you know, for women or for men, if you're gonna have an affair with someone that's married. And you think that they're not going to have an affair on you someday? You're a stupid person. You mm-hmm. are absolute moron if you think that this person is not going to have an affair on you. Like, you think it's cute and it's funny and you want to demonize the spouse they're with and listen to all the bad-mouthing they're doing to get you to stay with them. You know, that's, uh, that's tragic in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, and I do, I have known couples like that. And let me tell you, I, I spoke to a woman, an older woman, in, in a relationship like that. And she had so much insecurity. Like, she, anytime the ex-wife would call about the kids, she'd get so angry. Why? Because she was insecure. Because she was the mistress. He left his wife for her. And at the end of the day, she was just always worried about the wife. This wow. is pathetic. <laughs> Don't put yourself in this position. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you just go, oh, my God. So, I, I don't know. I think uh, yeah, for anybody, my, my advice is, like, anyone that's ever cheated, don't go near them unless they've done any kind of therapy to address that in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think, like I said, like, my marriage now, we're coming from a place of where we were very happy who we were as individuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep... And my husband now didn't hop from relationship to relationship. Um, he spent a great amount of time alone. And, and that's another key. I think finding people that don't hop from relationship to relationship. Yeah. Find, you know, find people, learn to be by yourself. And, you know, be with someone that can be okay by themselves. Um, so, yeah, you know, and that's about it as far as my life. As far as work-wise, you know, I... I have, uh, I know that Mayday is going to be, is doing, it's on distribution now, yeah. and I believe it's going to be at the Action on Film Festival. Uh, Man at Arms, Art of War is actually playing in Europe and in South and Latin America. Wow. So that's pretty cool. They're on, yeah, right? That's awesome, so I, yeah. got, I, got, I actually just had a fan, yeah, I just had a fan request from uh, someone in Germany today, um, so yeah, that show is doing good there, um, you know. And as far as future, out, other than those, uh, 
still up in the air. There's a lot of things I get pitched, uh, you know, and and I'm interested in. However, until the films get the money or the shows get the money, it's you know they're not really a go. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, so always looking for my next job, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, um, Danny Trejo just had his 76th birthday. Tell me how great does he look? Wow. I know, right? Yeah. Actually, when I, you know, what's funny is how old I did not realize how old Danny is, and we're in this show together. <laughs> He's amazing, amazing talent, and you know, you wouldn't know the man is that is seventy six. You have wow, a freaky scene. Vibrant, seat. <laughs> has sense of energy. <laughs> yes, you have. You would have no idea. Yep. I, yeah, I, I had uh, not a clue. I was like, he's a senior citizen? Whoa! Like, wow! You know, like, whoa. Right? <laughs> right? You know? It, that's kind of, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I know. You know? But. So, so, so career wise, everything is going good for you. Um, is Mad at Arms, is, is it going to get picked up for another season, or you have no idea yet? No idea yet. I have no idea. Um, you know, and if it does, great. If it doesn't, you know, that's okay. This is on to the next show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know that answer right now. Oh, and um, I, um, I know you're pressed for time, so I got one more question for you. Um, you know, you're happy in your personal life, and you have a lot of personal growth, and you see more content more than ever. Um, has this affected your career growth, or is it still the same stride you're, you know, you've been always doing? Uh, still the same. You know, um, it's it's definitely uh, I haven't changed in my career goals and my work and. Yeah, just, you know, I took a little time off because I had the baby. And then now I'm back to work and same career goals, same path. Uh, you know, and like I said, I'm, I'm with someone who has the same career as me, so it's great. We're just going in this, this wonderful same direction. So, yeah. yeah, no, nothing's changed. It's just, you know. Just more bonuses along the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, my final question for you is, what would the crystal of today would have told the crystal that was single from the last time we spoke? Check out the friend zone. It's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what was I doing? Like, seriously, if anything, I can tell women, man, your friend zone is a nice place. <laughs> before to be honest it was not really 100% you know sold on the concept but I'll tell you my husband he's white wow. this is this is my best friend this is my love like I didn't think it was possible to love a man this much wow I didn't think it was possible to be loved by a man this much um it, it's incredible uh, yeah the friend zone is a wonderful because you think about it and, and now, in retrospect, jeez, I can't believe it. You're, <laughs> why are you friends with someone? Because you have things, so many things in common with them, right? Yeah. So, 
your closer friends that are, you know, of the of you know opposite sex or or same sex depending on your preference, right? Mm-hmm. Your close friends that you spend all this time with, and you like being with them. Why are you not looking at them another way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they're interested, like, oh wow! You just let me tell you. The friend, the friend zone is a, a a place that that is where women should be looking. Wow! So that's the key. The, Not, that's the key out there for friend zone. You have a good friend. That friend could be something else. The friend zone is the ultimate key. Mm, <laughs> yes, and you know what? Yeah. Men in your just men in your friend zone. Oh my God, are beyond worth your time. I, I mean. You think about how long you've been friends with, you know, people you know, you know and uh, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to know someone that long without engaging romantically. And then, mm-hmm. and then it, when you get there, well, it just really kind of clicks. Yeah. Um, but, def- I mean, like I said, I'm married to my best friend. This is so awesome. Wow. And it just, I mean... My, my husband is not only a gorgeous person spiritually, uh, as a human, he, he's a gorgeous man. I mean, I just, I, honestly, if anything I could tell my younger self and anybody, ladies, check out the friend zone. It is an <laughs> awesome place. <laughs> oh, my God. Crystal, I am so happy for you. Oh, my God. I am so happy for you from, like, you know, I'm saying it, it wasn't that... It wasn't when the last time we talked that we talked, you wasn't disgruntled or anything like that, but you had a different mindset yeah. now. And now you have a, a, a another mindset that's kind of refreshing. Not that it wasn't refreshing back then, but I don't know. It's like something you're more happier. I don't know. You're more happier f- from the last. Yeah. You know, like I said, yeah. you know, it, it makes a difference who you live with. I live with my soulmate, my best friend, my, you know, um, just a, I, I I have wonderful children. I, you know, it's where we support each other. Uh, you know, work wise, family wise. I mean, it, really, I, I live in a true team environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, I, and I know the difference. That's the, that's the that's the fortunate part. Is uh, my my first husband was a very selfish, narcissistic man, mm-hmm. and. He literally, like, just talk about a, how did you say it, a, just an energy vampire. Mm-hmm. Or you sucked, yeah, sucked your soul. Now, I'm married to someone who is so loving and giving. And, like, I freely am loving and giving. And he just, it makes a difference. Like, we worry about us. Mm-hmm. You, like meaning that life as we go through life it's a we it's an us mm-hmm. it's not a him it's not a me it's a we mm-hmm. it's an us mm-hmm. you know um in my previous marriage you know my ex-husband was about him and i was trying to make it about us but you can only try so much if you if it doesn't matter because that person is only about them yeah and you're just kind of hitting a wall hitting a wall okay so so then you have to like you know, it just doesn't work that way. 
And so now, I guess that's what it is too. I am so appreciative of my marriage now because I learned what a horrible marriage is. Mm-hmm. I've learned what it is to be married to a horrible man. I've learned what it is to, um, you know, not be in a healthy relationship. Now I'm in a healthy relationship and I'm very loving, caring, kind, compassionate, strong relationship. Um, and it, like I said, he naturally, my husband, Evan, is just about we, about us. I'm about we, I'm about us. Everything we do is about we and us. Mm-hmm. In our plans and our goals, even career-wise, you, you don't hear often, I, I, I. It's we. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's natural. We don't, it's really incredible. So I, I say that that's also why I'm happier is, number one, I understand the difference because I've, I've lived a very, very, you know, bad first experience. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate, not that I wouldn't appreciate this being my only experience in life. I wish I would have met my husband first. Because <laughs> <My current laughs> he's just like, ah, God, how wonderful my life had been. Uh, but, you know, it, I, everything in his path, everything in his journey, um, we all evolved. And, you know, and these are my life lessons and maybe someone's along the same path. You know, I know people who are in horrible marriages and they're afraid to leave. And it's like, no, just, just really, it's okay. Yeah. I am, leave if it's a bad marriage. Don't stay there. Yeah. You know, um, I have, I've met women who, and it makes me sad, actually, a lot of older women, they never, they don't get remarried and they're like, oh, my first husband was so horrible. And they're on and on and on and they never want to get married again. Well, that's not right either because you've closed yourself off from love. And then that person that was horrible to you kind of wins. They mm. stole more than they ever, they stole so much more from you. And that's one thing, even in my experience with my first marriage, I was never going to let my ex-husband steal that. My capacity to love, my capacity to be open to receiving and giving love, mm-hmm. um, my capacity to find my true soulmate, mm-hmm. person I will spend my life with someday, or just adult love. I was never going to let that be taken. I understood that that was one bad experience, that was one bad person. That doesn't make everybody a bad person. Whereas some women, some men, oh my God, all women are horrible. Oh my God, all men are horrible. No, that person was a crappy person. Don't hold that against anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so uh, you know that's that's another thing that I've always been. Even when I was single, don't let a negative experience with one person prevent you from finding love, being open to love, receiving and giving. You know, mm-hmm. um, because it damages you both ways if you let that person affect you. Because mm-hmm. you know, it, it, look, my husband that I'm married to, Evan, deserves all my love. And he has it. And, mm-hmm. I, and it's, I'm blessed, like, because I didn't let my first experience um, make me bitter, make me cynical. It didn't do that to me. I knew that most people in the world are loving and caring. That one person doesn't define me yeah. and won't hurt me from meeting a wonderful person. And, and look, I, I was open to it, and I was always positive. And, uh, you know, surprisingly, I never thought I'd get married again, but not because of any bitterness, just because I was really content being by myself, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I was like, not cause I, uh, you know, I didn't have any problems. It wasn't, I was, I wasn't bitter at man. You know, this, I never yeah. was bitter about men. 
Um, but I just was really ha- happy by myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now it's, uh, yeah, you know, really one of those amazing, like, surprises in life that you're like, wow, mm. that's, this is really nice. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I just say be open. That's, you know, tell anyone who's gone through something negative, someone, don't close yourself off. Yeah. You know, uh, just be open to, you know, giving and receiving love. Yeah. And, and be cognizant of people that you're surrounded by. Yeah. And um, friend zone. Friend zone's <laughs> a good place. Oh. <laughs> and, and how long is it now you've been married now? Um, about a year and a half. A year and a half right now. And it's been a wonderful, a yeah, wonderful year my... and a half, right? Yes, it has. And, I, and I've known my husband for about five years. Wow. Yeah. But it's been it's been an amazing year and a half. I mean, even dating was this. My husband's so much fun. Uh, we have fun together. Like I said, we have so much in common. It's it's nice. It's really nice. You know, I I don't I don't feel like it's taken anything away from me as a person. Mm-hmm. It's only enhanced my life. Wow. And I didn't even think that that was possible. <laughs> wow. You see, like, sometimes surprise throws you a curveball and it's, like, something you didn't expect but you got and, you know, it, you're you're loving it and you're basking in the glow of it, so which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very happy. I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life, to be honest. Wow. I, I, I am, um, I'm truly fulfilled. You know, it's, yes, I have, so, there's life challenges. There's always life challenges, but... Honestly, they're they're really small. Um, everything you know, it's not nothing's permanent. And honestly, I just I am. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Wow! I really am. Wow! Yeah. Um, so. Wow! I, um, I was going to ask you. Um, also, Crystal, for career wise, do you have anything planned down for the end of this year coming up, or everything still pending? Uh, no, everything's still pending, you know, you just kind of, like I said, I know a few films are waiting to get funded, uh, so, you know, hopefully that happens, and I'll see, like I said, I'm kind of in the, well, we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) But, but hence the life of, you know, acting in stunts. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, and uh, so far, um, one more question before I let you go. Um, are you injury free? No injuries? Are you okay? Every your body's fine. Like everything is great. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm fine. I'm blessed with no injuries at all. I'm hundred percent. You all the all the martial arts, all the stunts I've done in my life, so far so good. I'm, I'm wood wherever woods at. Yeah, and as a fact, this whole, entire interview, I've been on my treadmill. <laughs> Hey, you say you don't even sound winded at all. Like you know, you huh? went through it like like nothing. You sound great. Huh. I know. Yeah, no. During this interview, I have accomplished four miles so far. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you see, does it make it faster or does it make it more? Um, is does it is it better you talking and doing working out doing a treadmill than actually doing a treadmill without having a conversation? Well, no. If I if I wasn't talking to you, I've been I've been doing a fast walk on a, a, a incline but if i wasn't talking to you i'd be running oh, oh boy <laughs> i was running before you called me yeah oh, so you know what ladies and gentlemen that was crystal santos she's now 
um, openly married and she's full of energy. She's full of his life. She's full of zest. And um, I wish you plenty of years of great success in marriage. And I wish you a fulfilled career as well. And many blessings to your family. Shout out to your cousin Aaron. And um, many blessings to you, Crystal. Oh, thank you, my friend. <laughs> and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.